Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Neil Godfrey. She's a kids and money pioneer, New York Times number one best-selling author, keynote speaker, entrepreneur, and financial literacy trailblazer. Neil, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Christopher. Great to be here. So tell us why and how you are a trailblazer in the financial literacy world, because that is so necessary and important in the world today. Well, Christopher, while I was president of the first woman's bank in New York, and before that, I was one of the first female executives in the banking industry in America. And I watched women be disempowered handling their own money. And I did research and found out it was because we were never taught anything about money when we were kids. So I went to look for books to teach my own kids about money. And there were none. And I was standing in a bookstore and my three-year-old daughter said, Mommy, rather than taking us to bookstore and bookstore and bookstore to look for books to teach, to teach kids about money, why don't you just write the books? So I thought, hmm, that's a good idea. So I created the topic of teaching kids about money in 1988. I opened up the first children's bank, a real bank for kids at FAO Schwartz, the toy store in New York, and an institute for youth entrepreneurship to bring at-risk kids into the economy. And both were very successful. And Simon & Schuster took me on as a property. And I've published uh, 27 books. I'm about to come out with number 28. And one day I received a phone call from Oprah and Oprah said, come on the show. So I did. I worked with Oprah on the air for four and a half years. I did 13 shows with Oprah. I was lucky enough to have a New York Times number one bestselling book. And I created the first money curricula and gaming apps and everything else. And here we are today talking about kids and money and empowering people to take charge of their financial lives. That's awesome. So let's dive into actual things we can use for our kids. And I'm sure even the things you talk about kids can apply, be applied to adults. So what are some specific things that we can all do to empower kids about money? Well, Christopher, it's a great question. Uh, basically, teach them the natural consequences of money. The way you get money is you earn it. There is no entitlement program out there in life. It's not just because you whine for something that you automatically get that toy or that candy bar. You have to earn the money. So I put the kids on a very simple allowance system and teach them that their work produces money. And then I teach them to budget it because that's the way life works. It's about finite. So I teach them to earn, save, spend, and share. And do you have any testimonials from students, kids that you've worked with over the years? I mean, literally, what you're teaching, Neil, is life-changing. So I'd love to share and spotlight some of your testimonials, because clearly, if you've worked with Oprah, then you've had many people you've inspired and changed their lives. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to 30 million people each Oprah show. Um, I have worked with over a million at-risk children all through my career, I've worked with 200,000 youth of military people in 85 bases around the world. I work in schools and programs and 
with young girls and boys and I'm lucky enough to still keep pursuing this and my next book is going to be called Be Money Smart in Tough Times for Parents and Grandparents and I continue to educate kids and their parents and I've got a website neilgodfrey.com everyone can come on and join and talk about raising our next generation to have a healthy attitude toward money. Well, again, we, we only have a few minutes, I got six minutes left, and I, and I obviously know you've done a lot, but I want to really allow our listeners to hear some of the actual steps, skills, journey, process, so that we can really sink our teeth into I know it's only five minutes, but you know, what are some of the things? Okay, so they have to save, they have to invest, but let's say a 10-year-old kid comes to you, Neil, and their parents have no clue about finances. So again, what are some of the steps, things they can do? They can read your book, but just what are some of those things you can share with us? Well, basically, Christopher, what you have to do is start kids on money. It's easier to start them when they're younger, but if you haven't started until they're 10 years old, that's okay too. And what you have to do is teach them that the way the world works is people do work and they earn money. But within the household, where I want you to incubate your child and start learning that employer, employee respect, um, there are two types of chores that we have in a household. There are citizen of the household chores where they don't get paid. They have to get up on time. They have to help with the groceries. They have to keep their rooms free of breeding diseases. And they don't get paid for those chores. That's what you do as a good citizen of the household or a good citizen of the community. If you see litter, you pick it up and you throw it away. You recycle things. You don't waste water because what you are doing is learning respect for the environment and for your own environment at home. But with work for pay, what you're doing is you are um, actually teaching the kids how a household works. You are teaching them the life skills it takes to run a household. And that is dusting and vacuuming and ironing and, and putting dishes in the dishwasher and unloading and doing the recycling, all those chores. But what I want you to do now is pay them for that. Then I want you to budget because life is a habit of budgeting. And Christopher, you know, if you blow the budget, what happens? you get in trouble. Do you know that the majority of people in our country have to borrow to cover a $400 emergency? That's not okay. So what I want you to do is start teaching those kids when they're young that you need money. You need some money that you get to send, spend instantaneously because you worked hard. You get to give to charity. 10% goes to charity. We all need to pitch in and help people who are less fortunate. And we also have to learn to push off instant gratification and save for something larger. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But you also have to learn to save. Now, I know, Christopher, you're going to say to me, does a three-year-old understand the concept of long-term savings? No. No. Does a 10-year-old understand the concept of long-term savings? Nope. Do the adults in America understand the concept of long-term savings? No. So wouldn't it be great if we could start that habit when these kids are young? And then, of course, I get them involved in investing. Your world, 
Christopher and I start teaching the kids to invest when they're about 10 years old. That's amazing, Neil. Just to finish off on that example, because again, you're a very high level macro strategy type woman, but I still want our guests to really say, okay, so a list of things that I don't have kids, but let's say I did have kids, a 10 year old. And so I would just say, okay, lawn mowing is, is, is $2 or like, what are just the actual specific things? You just have a whole list of prices that you give them, like an average salary per se, or like every single thing you put a value on. And then every week you just say, okay, these are things you earn. You walk through that and then you talk about budget. Whereas, okay, if you want to buy that video game, well, do you have the budget for that? So do you get that granular with these budgets and how you go about pricing out the, the things that you're asking them to, to do? Great, great question. What I do is I have set jobs each week and I rotate those jobs among the kids in the family. So they all get to learn the life skills. So this week you may be emptying the dishwasher and next week the other person may be charge? putting how, the dishes in. How much do I get paid? If I'm, a, if I'm a 10 year old, how much do I get paid? <laughs> you get paid, I pay you your age per week, Christopher. So you get paid wow. $10 a week and wow. you have to work. Yep, you only have to work about 15 minutes, four times a week. It's not that onerous. Now, if you do all that, then you're able to have odd jobs, side hustles. Then I'll pay you to do other jobs after you've done your base job and earned your income. And by the way, Christopher, three strikes and you're out. If I have to bug you to do that work three times, guess what? You don't get your pay for the week. Because by the way, if you don't do your work, you don't get your pay. So the kids might as well learn it when they're young. Oh, that's great, Neil. I'm curious though. So as you said, so many people have difficulty even with $400 and I read a stat where 69% of Americans don't even have $1,000 saved. Now your advice, I mean, it sounds like it's more for middle class or I mean, because 69 people don't have $1,000 to save or are they going to even pay their kids? Like my parents or parents can say, I don't want to pay my kids for something that they should be doing. So what do you say about that? And is it, is your strategy helpful for all people? Because frankly, if they're struggling themselves, are they going to even want to pay their kids if they can't even pay themselves? Well, obviously, we're in tough times right now. If you can't afford it, not then now, no, the family now, pitches in. Yeah, oh, okay. Not, not no, now. in normal times, if you're, if you're struggling with money, what I do is I say cut it in half. So then pay them $5 a week. But I want the kids to have some money that they learn to manage on their own. That is really important that they are empowered to have their money to make their choices. If you're just doling out, mom, can I have $20 here? Can I have $20 there? You're not teaching them anything. What you're teaching them is all they have to do is whine for something and they go get it. And then all of a sudden, when they go off to college, they blow it. We know what happens when those kids hit college and they don't understand and they've never had an allowance. And what do you mean I don't have any more money? What do you mean I can't have a credit card? What do you mean I can't have more? That's the point of teaching them financial responsibility when they're young. They understand if they haven't earned it, they don't get it. I love that, Neil. I mean, you, you sound like a, a female version of Oprah and Dr. Philip together because I wish more people were like you, frankly, because these are those tough but real conversations that we all need because again, there's a reason why so many people are not doing well in life because they don't have a basic understanding of finances. So Neil, 
Thanks so much for being on our podcast. How can our guests read your books, hire you, and connect with you? Um, I love it, Christopher. Uh, they can contact me at neil neil n e a l e at neilgodfrey.com, and they can go on my website, which is also neil godfrey at is neilgodfrey.com, and be in touch. And let's make sure that we educate our kids and get out there and make sure that that your home and our world are healthier for all our kids in the future. Great, Neil. Thanks so much for your time. Have a great day. Thanks. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.